Oh, yeah, that looks so much better. Look at that. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah, you looking clean this John. Don't look that cut. Make yo, sure yo, your, yo. Make sure you shout your barber out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout out to Mark Jenkins with the freshie. Man, shut my man Marcus out, Matos. I hope you're watching, bro. Dog. I ain't even been home since I went to the shop today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> acting different. Yeah, yeah. Wife calling you like, where you at? Oh, I'll be home soon. Yeah, I've been <laughs> at work. <man. laughs> I ain't mad at you. Setting up for this, and but uh, yeah, we here, we here, we here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. we got, we got, we got Tuki in the house. Darius, however you know him, you know. I know Miss Tukey. I know Miss Tukey, but mm-hmm. um, now I'm excited to have you on on the podcast and uh, sure just yeah, you. just looking to chop it up, man. And um, yeah, like the goal of these conversations, I always just wanted to feel like yo, it's just me and you here talking. Like you know, obviously we got the equipment, we got the lights, we got the camera, sure. but we just wanted to feel like yo, two brothers just sitting down talking, and everybody gets the opportunity just to be a fly on the wall. Sure, and um, listen. You know, to just like what we had to talk about, and I think we got some topics, some cool topics that uh w- that we want to get into tonight. No, nah, absolutely, bro. Um, yeah, I'm excited, man. Like I said, like I said, appreciate you letting me come on, bro. Um, I know we've been chopping it up for like the last couple of weeks about doing something. Yeah. So we finally, you know, what I mean, finally got on here on the set to talk about some things, and it's a blessing, bro, because. Like, we knew each other for what since we met in Lancaster Midnight like, freshman year. Freshman Spanish year, class. freshman year. Mr. Harshless yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Spanish class, bro. bro what? That's yeah. That's why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, memories, man. But now nah, it's been a blessing with um how God has preserved our relationship throughout the years, and yeah. then and then going to activate together. Yeah. And then I'm saying, and then he don't. I don't know if he knows this, but like, or or take, gives me credit, but I'm the reason why he found his wife because he found. he's gonna take take credit for that he's gonna take credit for that i introduced him to activate and he found his wife there so god gets most of the credit all right all right all right all right all right you get you get some credit i'll give you some credit nah man god is good bro but that's what god does right you know he he points you to the right you know that's how god used you and me in our relationship and you know the blessings that we have in it so i'm just yeah man i'm just ready to dive in tonight bro yeah i just remember like Man, like when we like back in the day, and like how we reconnected, because like after I had left Lancaster Mennonite, we kind of fell off. Yeah. But then we started doing the uh, four bar Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want you want to talk about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We was we was rapping. What's up? It was it was, we we got it from we got it from Dame. We got it from from yeah. from Damian Lillard. Yeah. Uh, but we kind of put our own spin to it, and we would just like post like christian raps on our our facebook yeah back in the day and that was a way that like we try to engage with people was through um hip-hop and sharing the gospel right, right. on on facebook mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not i don't yeah looking back at my four bar fridays i was not no rapper <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to specify no. you want to specify i ain't got no it's, fire for y'all yeah, to, you try to be a rapper for a, for a high second. Man, me and you both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I gave that up. Hey, but you're a poet, though, so you already had it in you. Yeah. But as far as rapping, that's a whole other ballgame. But yeah. I feel like you always had it for me. That was not my lane, bro. Yeah. You and know what I mean? But some people rock with it, though. I don't know how. I don't yeah. Know what I, mean. I think sometimes, like, that's, like, part of just, like, maturing. And, like, when, when you're young, you're passionate, and you just, you kind of want to do what 
you see other people doing mm. or or like you see the thing like oh like that's what i want to do or yeah. i like that and like i think as like you mature as a believer you kind of are more led by the spirit and even just by your leaders and, and godly counsel mm. in, in the direction that you should go mm-hmm. um with with ministry and, and utilizing your gifts and utilizing yeah. utilizing yeah. your talents and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was my gift. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I no, hundred percent agree. Um, as you get older, you realize what God uh, has for you, and um, you might think God has something for you growing up, and then later on, you realize like what uh, He might have something different for you or a different gift that you didn't realize. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I definitely agree with that, man, and. Uh, yeah, now it's just, you know, look, you know, we're allowing God to use the gifts that he, he gave us now and allow him to lead us instead of thinking what we have for us. Facts. You know so, yeah. Facts. So what, how would you say, like, God's using you in this season, like, whether big or, or small? You know, it's interesting, Jesse. I, I feel like in this season right now, I just, I think God's been pounding on my heart to, you know, share, you know, as simple as, you know, we said, we talk about the gospel, right, and, and mm-hmm. the good news of Christ, but just to continue to share the good news, um, you know, where I'm at. So, like, example, like, in my city where I live at, I feel like God's really urging me, you know, to get up and get out of my comfort zone, to share mm-hmm. more the gospel of just the city, the communities, and things of that nature, because um, that's just something that's always been, I feel like, important because, you know, you see Lancaster, right, crime, crime rates going up, you know, a lot of fatherless homes and things of that nature. So, I, just, I don't know, I just feel like God's been, gave me that you know has put on my heart to you know hey you know you, you're not you're not the problem solver but you have the answer mm. and it's it's, it's it's me jesus and Sheesh. you know what i'm saying I, and i feel like i feel like god's really just been pounding out on me like you need to go out and share the good news more and pr- and proclaim my name um and not just get lazy or try Clap. to leave lancaster move somewhere else and then look back like what did i offer to my city you know? mm. nah and i i think that's like one of the the hardest thing to do is because like when you desire to like minister or you feel called to the area in which you've grown up or where mm. people known you know you it's hard because yeah. they know you bro like yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and, like yeah. even in scripture like you see like they they look at jesus like yo we know you bro right, like right, right. we know your daddy we know your mama like you talk <laughs> about you you the son of god yeah, like right, right. like all, all all this stuff and like but it's it's hard sometimes like in in places where people know you like i've always felt and i'm not saying that doing overseas missions or 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 going on mission trips is an easy task especially depending on the area in which you go right but um one of the things like i've always felt was like an extra boldness in going to other places because it's like yo nobody knows me (laughs) so if i share the gospel i could be as bold i could be as wild i could be as crazy as i want because i ain't never gonna see these mugs again you know what i'm saying (laughs) i'm in and out (laughs) but like when you know what when you're in your hometown bro and like the the place where people know you place where you 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 been wild or you've been acting up or you know people just just know who you are bro but also i think that's a great testimony because like people can see you and see the consistency in your life and in in your walk with christ and be like nah that man's changed yeah no 100 percent, bro and and i I agree to your point and i think that should be more testament to if people are watching you know what i mean and especially if people know you growing up that's more of like i feel like that's more of a witness to to be more I feel like God could use those people to, you know, God could use unbelievers too to make sure you're still walking your walk or make sure you're on, yeah, on yeah. point. 
because I want to make sure I'm still a good witness. You know me my whole life, and people can judge you according to how they know you, but you know, you want to make sure you're leading them well and not because if, if they trust you and they know you, you want to still make sure you're a good witness to them so they won't think, oh, you're, is this guy flip flopping? Or I'm Jesse's known for this and now he's doing this. Yeah, it gives me more like more. Um, it's I feel like guys on like on me more because like people are watching and I want to be more. I want to be consistent in my walk and not lead them astray. You know what I'm saying and. That's been bothering me too. Like when I, I'm Tuki, I go to church. People know me, but how am I? How am I being consistent in that? Mm. that I'm, you know what I mean? Holding myself accountable. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you, bro. One of the things like I think about you is like that's one thing I've always admired about you is like you've always been to me like somebody like who's been like a brother in the faith. Mm. Like even like back. When I was a freshman at Lancaster Mennonite, I didn't want nothing to do with Jesus when I was at Lancaster Mennonite, yeah, even though it was a Christian school. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you were always consistent. And, like, even though you didn't, you may not have known everything or you may yeah. not have had this vast, yeah, like, bro, like, you always, as long as I've known Tuki, like, you've loved Jesus. Yeah. Um, Am I saying you were perfect? Yeah, no, I'm no, saying no, you no, love no, Jesus. No, no, I appreciate that. No, no. <laughs> I appreciate that because, yeah, like, it wasn't, nah, I, yeah, and I, I can definitely say God has definitely been gracious. And even your life, too, bro. Like, you know, when I met you, like you said, you, you didn't always love Jesus. I didn't always love Jesus. But I can definitely say, like, we, I had those principles of Christ, um, not knowing everything at all, just knowing Christ and the gospel and having a, a, a solid church to start with in high school and middle school. Those, those um, you know, those, found, those, those foundations were there. Um, but granted, like you said, like, yeah, I wasn't always, and Mennonite, I was always a saint, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, however, in the back of my head, I always knew God was like, you know, you should be a better, oh, God was always talking to me, like, you know, you should be a Christian, you know, you should be living for me, you know, you should be honoring me and not yourself. So it took time, like, after post high school, college, for, for Christ to really grab me up and say, like, are you in this thing for me or are you just in it for yourself? Because if you're in it for yourself, then I'm gonna leave you to your sins, you know what I mean? Mm. And, you know, I don't think we understand. I don't think we get that until like we leave high school and then we get older, bro. Like that's when Christ really starts to. When we're, when you got to make a decision. You got to like, make a decision. Yeah, you know what I mean. But now nah, I appreciate that, bro, because you know, and that's just a that's a testament to God's you know perseverance in our life. You know what I mean? Like we could be anywhere else right now, but we on the podcast. You know what I mean? Busting it yeah, up. Yeah, on our Friday night. On, Friday, on our Friday be, night, we could be, be anywhere else yeah. doing doing any other and yeah. Anything and anything, bro. You feel me? I'm saying, so. you know, and we we hear him talking about God, the Bible, and and you know His faithfulness and in, in our life, and you know how He has helped us persevere up until this point, yeah. and how He'll continue to help us persevere. Amen, um, but yo, bro, like one of the things that you mentioned is like at a young age, high school, college, um, following Jesus, like that's not an easy task. Yeah. Like, so like, can you just talk? about like the difficulty of that of like making a decision to like yo I'm going to live for Christ at a young age. Yeah, um it's not you know anything to do with God is not is not easy, right? Mm. You know, especially in, in our world today. You mentioned God, people are already going to preassume what they think about you or what your motives are mm. or is this is you mentioned God, oh is this a bashing Christian? Is just this religious guy so you know so when you're already throwing that title of Chris, uh, a christ follower or teachings or you follow the teachings of christ or you're you know calling yourself a christian it's already hard but i can definitely say it hasn't always been easy um i think the things that helped was just god's grace 
you know what I mean? And God's grace in our church and just the, the you know, the men in our church and the fellow believers that just kind of gravitate around us, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, growing up. And um, just, I don't know, man, I just feel like at it, just having that and knowing, just knowing better. I always knew, I always knew, I always knew like this walk was always the walk I should be on. And that kind of, that, that, that right there kind of always told me like, I need to be, no matter how difficult this is, I need to be following Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't always easy, right? There's been times, you know, my faith came, people came against my faith. People laughed at, you know, people laugh at our faith. People come against our faith. People question God, you know what I'm saying? And it took, it took studies. It took research. It took prayer, a lot of prayer, you know, without ceasing, right? You know what I mean? Um, it takes a lot, bro, especially going home to our crib where we don't might not live. The average person don't live in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was a challenge in itself. But I'll just say it's God's grace and perseverance, bro. You know what I mean? That helped me get through those difficult times, you know what I mean, up until this point. Um, just remain on that walk, bro, because, you know, there's a lot of times our friends are not wasn't Christians when we were younger. Yeah. You know I mean, they want to go party and we probably want to party. It wasn't always about. It wasn't always all bad. You probably play basketball, hang out, but a lot of times they want to party, go clubbing, do this, hang out with this person, and then it was that easy to get away from Christ. Mm-hmm. And by the back of your head, you're like, wait, hold on, like this ain't right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. And I should be at activate right now, or I should be at Bible study. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, bro. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, bro. I think um, one of the things that sticks out to me is like. Being able to be surrounded by other people your age, like I think mm. that's that are also following Jesus, bro. Because mm. like I think, I think that's important. Like if you're young, like one of the things, like I remember, like when we were both at Hack, like we just <laughs> you just be like, yo, like you we be sitting in the capture, like yo, you struggling with this, yeah, like yeah, yeah, bro, like <laughs> yo, or or like what you what you you we just like yeah. me at class, yo, we know when what what time our classes are. We knew what yep. time lunch was, mm-hmm. and like or or we get there early, and then we just be sitting there and yeah. be like, yo, like what you're reading in the word, right, right. And I think like when you kind of like have other people around you, like as the Bible talks about iron sharpening iron, bro, yep, it just yep. makes it. It's not an easy task to follow Jesus, mm-hmm. but I think like your your brother mm-hmm. or brothers or or sisters in the faith um, can help you know, you mm-hmm. walk this thing out and make it a little bit less difficult, you know, so you don't feel so alone. Yeah. Right. You know, and now I that's one thing I feel like when I first came back to Lancaster, like that's one thing I appreciated about you. Cause like I remember I felt like so alone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so alone in my faith. Oh, bro. That's crazy. Oh and like yeah. you know it, it just like we like those uh those four bar Fridays <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing that up. Those four, those you know, yeah, and the concerts, little Craig concerts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went down to uh, what was it? Was it outside uh, Baltimore, right? Maryland, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, saw Lecrae and Andy Minio, and then we saw Andy Minio and Flame yeah, at LBC. At, at LBC. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, man, yep. and we were just doing stuff, anything that would keep us engaged. Yeah. Um, in our walk, right. and um, bro, like. Dang, man. Like, I'm, like, really sitting here thinking about, like... Yeah, we went through... There's a lot, of, a lot of great times, bro. A lot, a of, lot of a lot of stuff we've been through. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, God, God kept us together, bro. Yeah, nah, those are those are fun times, bro. You know what I mean? I think, I think for real, for real, like, God used those... Even, like, like you said, like, you, you mentioned a little earlier about, like, even though we didn't know the whole truth, right? 
um, or everything that's going on. But we, we just, God was still using us mm-hmm. in those times to, to sharpen, like you said, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. God was still using us to, to sharpen each other up and, and be clean to cling to him, his word. Like, you know, the Bible says, you know, don't for, uh, forsake the church. You know what I mean? Like, if you forsake the church, you're in sin. Basically, talks about that in, uh, I think, Hebrews. Um, but we would still be in the church outside of the church and still like, mm-hmm. nah, I need to, I need my brother. Like we need to hang out more. We yeah. need to do things. And that's what, that's what kept us going for Christ. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Like thank God for the Holy Spirit. Cause we could have been at a regular club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, like just, just reflecting. Yeah. Just reflected on those times. Great and- times. Yeah, those, I mean, those moments, those those things were pivotal, bro. Yeah. Like, those things were those things were pivotal. There was something you wanted to talk about, about, like, being young in the faith. What was that? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Basically, like, you know, I guess it was just going along the lines of what it's like being young and being a young Christian or a young Christ follower, basically, like, the difficulties of that in terms of, the way the world the way the world's going today where it's just this postmodern era where no mm. there's no absolute truth is truth is relative truth is relative it's your truth versus my truth and it seems like god the god you know god's getting getting more and more thrown in the box or to the point where they're just trying to get rid of god mm. and it's just we can be we can create our own our own truth our own images of god in ourselves and i want to ask you how, how do you feel like in terms of I guess since you you know asked me, I guess the first thing could be like, how do you feel being young in the faith and the way our, our world's going today? Being young, knowing Christ, like how difficult it is to like be a Christian, you know, be a Christ follower today with everything going on. Um, knowing like people our age are just a lot of them are just you know doing their own thing, but you're but you're a Christian and how difficult that can be, how easy a way we can stray away from our faith. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think the difficult thing for me and i'll go back even a few years mm. um would be my friends like mm. the friends i thought were gonna be my friends for like ever like you know like <laughs> yeah. like you know after high school a lot of them like we just fell off um and you know that was hard mm. and um i i think that i think that might have been something that 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 pushed me closer to Christ, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, like I was also judged by them because it's like, oh, we know you, mm. like, yeah, like, like we know what you, you we know what you did, yeah, yeah, like right, we yeah. know who you were, yeah, um, yeah. so like, like that 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 was always hard, um, but again, like going back to that, like then it was important that like as I as I was leaving this community you know, of non-believers to like mm. really engage and just like dive into a community, a healthy community of believers mm. that would walk with me, that would disciple me, that would love me um, in spite of my sin, in spite of mm. myself. And like remind me of the truth mm. of God's word, of what is right and what is wrong, but then also extend grace and love mm. and mercy Amen. Um, at That's the it. same time. And um, as now i think the thing that is hard as a christian is like the moment that you say that you believe in god or you you're a follower of jesus people are like oh and they already <laughs> they just put you in a box yeah, off, off like yep, yep, you know yep. and you know people want to tell you their stories of 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 why they're angry at god mm. or 
you know, um, or they want to just remind you of all the wrongs mm -hmm. of, of the church. Or um, I think even like one thing right now that's really prevalent is this this ideology that Christianity is the white man's religion. Yeah, that that, yep, that yep. this is something that has like like seeped into and 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 permeated our our culture um, because of the atrocities that have happened yeah. in america with 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 slave with with mm. slavery and um all that stuff but when you look at the historical context of christianity and mm. the, the region of the world mm. in which it took place then mm -hmm. you know you look at the ethiopian mm -hmm. eunuch and then you look at ethiopia mm -hmm. and you see yo like yeah. they've stayed christian yeah. like they've they've never been colonized they've right. never been and like you can trace yeah. their lineage all the way back to yeah. what we see in scripture yeah. the ethiopian eunuch bro yeah, yeah. and yeah. um and just like yo like man like as christianity was spreading in in the early centuries christianity was spreading it was spreading peacefully right it wasn't by the sword right it wasn't by violence it wasn't by colonization it wasn't through slavery mm -hmm. or or any of those things mm -hmm. um but it was by people being um convinced yeah. by the power of the message of the gospel mm -hmm. that they were repenting of their sin and believing in jesus and um i think that's something that we have to be reminded of and something that we have to be aware of because there's people that like they want to like put their finger on that like that's the button they want to push yeah. bang yeah. right off rip yeah. white man's religion yeah. slavery and they don't even know why they're saying it they're yeah, just saying man. it off of and emotion. even like when you look at when you look at scripture, the the verses that abolitionists were using mm -hmm. to combat slavery in America was coming from the scripture. Mm -hmm. They were mm -hmm. calling these people heretics and mm -hmm. saying that you 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 are not walking and living in the truth of, of God. Yeah. And like we see that like the Bible does not condone slavery. Right. The Bible does not condone right. hatred on any level or any form. Yeah. But like it's something that you have to actually get into to like yeah. see and understand 100 agree nah yeah i mean you can't even see like like thomas jefferson for example um the jefferson bible so the, Je the jefferson bible basically is thomas jefferson's own bible and basically he omits all the scriptures that come against slavery mm. and he puts all the scriptures that talk about like obey your master do this um submit to your master obey this and and submit to the one who's over you and amidst everything else that talks about grace, talks about Christ, that has nothing to do with condoning slavery. And like basically amidst most of the Bible that talks about Christ in the in the biblical way. And, you know, things like that, like just corrupting the Bible in his own way when really the truth was there, but he wanted to use the Bible for his own agenda to push slavery. You know what I mean? But I, I definitely agree um, in terms of like, yeah, you know, Christianity goes all the way back to the early centuries, first, second century when Christ has died, rose again and ascended to heaven. I mean, you look at Matthew, like you said, you mentioned Ethiopia, which is a, a great point, bro, because, you know, Matthew took the gospel to Ethiopia mm -hmm. before he even got to Europe. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the gospel hasn't got to Europe yet. It got to Ethiopia first, mm -hmm. and then later on it gets to Europe. Um, And you see, like, church fathers like Tertullian, um, Augustine, a lot like a lot of the church fathers were black men. <laughs> like <laughs> African, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Um, they these weren't like white men, like these were black men, you know what I mean? Africans and things like that. Not that, you know, I'm saying like 
this, you know, so for someone to say that Christianity is the white man's religion, they got to look back further and do the research and see that, you know, the gospel was, was around. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like in those, in those countries, in those regions. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I agree, bro. Like everything you're saying. And what, and just for anybody, like one of the things that helped me in my, um, in, in my wrestling with this before I had all the facts, not, not that I have all the facts, before I gained knowledge and, and understanding of the historical context of, of Christianity was that when I converted, when I believed in the gospel mm. of Jesus Christ, when, when, when I was compelled by his Holy Spirit to, mm. to repent and follow Jesus, the last thing on my mind was is this, this a white man <laughs> like, <laughs> like the last thing on my mind yeah. was yo w- what race is he you yeah. know yeah. um and it was like i was worshiping and i was following jesus way before mm-hmm. the color of his skin became an issue to me yeah you know what i mean and one of the things that constantly gives me hope is i believe that when jesus comes back and he returns that it'll be so glorious. Mm. And in that moment, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna be the last thing in your mind is like, oh, he is black. Right. Like, yeah, oh, he is white. Right. You know, he is yeah, the, you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. yo, like you, yo, man, like that moment <laughs> yeah. is gonna be crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. I, like scriptures like, you know, every uh, every tongue, every nation, every tribe will yeah. bow down. Like it don't say it says every nation is gonna bow down. Yeah. You know, he's the god of all race, all races, you know what I mean? And I think that it brings joy knowing that we serve a God that created every nation, mm. you know what I mean? Every race, you know what I mean? It didn't say some tongues, some tribes. It didn't just say the tribes of Israel, you know what I'm saying? It said every every tongue, tribe, and nation is going to yeah. bow down and give them, and yeah. believers and non-believers are going to bow down to the king. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's going to be, like, glorious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But even, like, in the Old Testament, when God makes his promise to Abraham, he says, mm-hmm. I will make you a father. Mm-hmm many nations like i'll make you so like from the beginning bro like from the beginning it was always god's mm. intention yeah that that he would take his gospel his truth to yeah the nations bro like that all nations would be would be redeemed through this people that he chose this lineage right. that was going to come through abraham and yeah jesus and right. i was gonna say something that like yeah i 100 percent agree um i mean first it was a you know it was a, a nationality thing kind of with the israelites you know what i'm saying the, the 12 tribes and all that and god carried you know god is working through the generations of the israelites you know you see with abraham all the way like you know king david solomon and then just keep failing over and over and over mm-hmm. and over you know failing god's glory and the kings sending the prophets you know you know the judges are sinning. You know what I mean, but God still uses these men. Mm. But Christ had to come through the lineage because these men kept falling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and because of the Israelites, they became so lights to the Gentiles because they failed so many times. The gospel opened up to the Gentiles to other nations, mm. and that's what the Bible says that there will be a light to the Gentiles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but yeah, I mean, even like Galatians, it says, you know, who's the true offspring of Abraham? And it says that those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm. So, you know, it's not about who you are, um, if you're a Jew or not. You could be a you can be an Israelite or Jew and still not being entered the kingdom. You mm. know, the Bible says, like, you know, the circumcision of the heart, 
not of your mm. not your outward appearance, but of the heart. That that's what makes you a true a spiritual Jew or a true Jew. Th- those who are circumcision of the heart, you know, what I mean, having a heart renewal change. You know, in Christianity we say, mm. you know, God, God has to clean us up, renew our hearts, yeah. and we can follow Him. Anyone who does that can come into the kingdom. You know, Jew or not, or Jew or Gentile. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I mean, it's cu- it's cool to say you're Israelite, but if you're not following the teachings of Christ, like it really doesn't matter. You know. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. That's really good. That's really good. I think in um trying to find it. Even just in uh Romans eight, where it talks about the the adoption heirs with Christ. So then brothers Right, we 16, are, so I figure. Yeah. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you would die. But if by the Spirit mm-hmm. you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are, are led by the Spirit of God are sons mm-hmm. of God. So all who are led by the Spirit of God, who receive the Holy Spirit by when they believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. right, are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption mm-hmm. as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Mm-hmm. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children mm-hmm. of God. And if then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, providing we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Amen. Yeah. Bro, like it just yo, we become sons. We're 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 children of God. It says all who are led yeah. by the Spirit, and it's not like exclusive to like, well, only this tribe or, or this specific mm-hmm. people, like all. And I don't think we got to get to the weeds of that, of, like different yeah. theologies of like what people would consider all. You know, cause, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be yeah. here for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here for a little bit, but like, essentially. I just think the proof is in the pudding. Like, if yeah. you believe and you're following Jesus, yep. then whether you believe in like election yeah. or you know which 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 fall if you're Calvinist or Arminian mm-hmm. or whatever, um, free grace, whatever mm-hmm. um, side of the spectrum you fall on, I think the proof is in the pudding. That if sure. you believe in Jesus and you are following His ways, yeah, like. Yeah. And producing the fruit of the spirit, then you're being led by the spirit, and you're you're a brother yeah. in Christ. No, I agree. And you're you're adopted into His kingdom. You know what I mean? No matter who you are, um, yeah, man, I, I definitely agree, bro. And you, you touched on something real quick, um, in terms of, like theology, like what's your, you know, you know, we uh growing up, you know, we didn't study theology, mm-hmm. uh, too much going to like Langston like, Midnight, and then theology wasn't our thing. It was kind of just like being led by, you know, just going to church. Our church, I feel like, like for me, like going to like certain, like a church, like going to like, you know, ministries, I didn't really um, dive into the theology more so till like got to college, went to Bible school. And then mm-hmm. once I learned about like the study of God and just started learning different doctrines and kind of just like, it was like eye opener. I'm like, oh, wow, I never learned about this stuff. You know what I mean? Whether it was intentional or not. Like what was your if you when when you first learned theology like, um, how do you feel like that? How that help your faith out or just your, your your relationship with the Lord? And do you feel like, do you feel like there's a there's a when it comes to our theology? Do you feel like how how much should we like? Like, cause you can see a lot of Christians debating about theology and getting mm-hmm. into arguments. Like, where should we be careful with that? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the things that I had to understand was like this. This book isn't about me, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this book is isn't about me. Like there's the there's places where I can see similarities in myself, mm-hmm. and ultimately, as James would say, that the Bible is a mirror. Mm-hmm. You know that that what what that means is it's supposed to expose you know mm-hmm. the the things in me mm-hmm. you know that yeah. are like God, so that I can move in a direction that makes me more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were some inadequacies that I felt as a young Christian when people would ask me questions. Like I had a a very close friend to me that somebody very close to him was was diagnosed with a sickness mm. and asked me the question, well, if God is good, mm. why would he allow this to happen? And I had no answer. <laughs> and then he started pressing me on different things and I had no answer. Yeah. And then he says, well, if God can't answer this, then I don't want your God. I don't want mm. your Jesus, you know, because to me, he's just like some type of puppet that's just playing with my life. Yeah. If he's in control of everything, mm-hmm. then, and he's good, why doesn't he stop this? Right. You know, and like, I I knew at that moment that like, yo, if I'm going to be serious about my faith and my walk with Christ, mm-hmm. like I have to deepen my knowledge mm. um because just having an experience with christ or you know just reading uh, a devotion on on the bible app mm. <laughs> you know wasn't enough mm. you know like it, it felt good to me to wake up in the morning and and pray and and have coffee mm-hmm. and, and and read my bible plan yeah, like devotions. it felt yeah. it, it was benefiting me mm. but if i wanted to be used by god to make an impact in 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 my friends with my family yeah like yeah. i needed to be able to answer the hard questions sure and if i couldn't answer in the moment i needed to know where i could go to help mm. to find those answers bro and um like i i think in um going to bible college and and starting to study theology there was a lot of things i'm like yo why do i even believe this like i had to like really dive into like the things of like yo like a lot of my my beliefs and things that i held to as essential really weren't essential mm-hmm. and the things that i didn't think were essential yo this yeah. really really matters yeah, yeah, like this right. is a huge issue and um there were things like in seasons of my life where i went through dark times mm. and in in hard moments and it wasn't if i was completely dependent on my experiences i think i would have walked away mm. bro but there was something i couldn't deny what i knew mm. you know what i mean right. because there's there's seasons you go through right where your emotions will change, your feelings will change. And the one thing that will, that you can't change is what you know to be true. That's right. right, Bro, and that's why it's so important to be able to get into the truth of God's word and who mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. And I think one of the fears of, of 
that people have for some reason of people studying theology and in and, and getting into the word is they feel like it's going to make them hard-hearted and callous mm -hmm. but the reality is is that the more you spend time getting to know god mm -hmm. the more you know you don't know mm -hmm. yeah. and that produces a humility mm -hmm. in you and if you're really focusing on getting to know god and jesus the jesus of the bible yeah yep. like and seeking to be more like him, it's going to soften your heart not harden it mm. and i think that's something that like i will bank on 10 times out of 10 mm. that like if you are seeking jesus mm. and seeking to get to know jesus and his word and his truth mm. it will soften your heart mm. Mm. that's heavy bro yeah, that's that's heavy. No, I, I gotta agree. Um, wow, yeah, that's that's good, bro. I, I definitely have to agree and say, you know, it's kind of one of those things where God God's always shown himself shown himself to us. Mm -hmm. Then, but those tough questions, like you said, like we didn't know how to answer um, about God, but you always knew He was there. You just know how didn't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. Like God, I know you're there, but I don't know how to explain you to someone. So. Yeah, I can definitely say, man. Like when I going to Bible, going to Bible college, Cary University, and and studying theology and, and learning, um, one of the first things you do is you question why do you believe in why do you believe in what do you believe in why do you mm -hmm. believe in God why do yeah. you believe in the Bible why is any of this true? And it's a good it's a good starter point to question why do you, why should you believe this because you have to be able to you have to know why you believe in what you believe in, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like when it came to God, I always believed in God growing up, always believed in him, always, you know, just just something like some people, your family just passes down to you. Like, yeah. honey, we believe in God in this house or the family's like, we believe in God in this house. And it's just like, all right, we all do it. So because it's just tradition. But then getting to college, like I didn't know how to explain God's existence. You know what I mean? And it's almost like, you know, when I started learning and understanding, I'm like, OK. So from, you know, the Romans 1 says, in Romans one twenty one it says, uh, everyone has a, a, a deep inner sense that God exists inside mm -hmm. of them. You know what I mean? Even non-believers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, we all believe that the Lord exists, but the problem is that non-believers suppress God for, suppress God's truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And live in, dark, and live in darkness. So we everyone know everyone know that there's a God out there, but we live but a lot of us live in darkness before we can see the truth. Like before those who are not in Christ are in darkness. And then we come to to come to the light, Christ kinda like or reveals that, unveils that those lenses from us so we can see him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um and one of the things is like, you know, we get up every day. Why do we get up every day try to be good people? You know what I mean? Every day we live like life matters. And I started to question that. I'm like, why am I living like life matters? If God, if there's no God Right. And there's times I question, I'm like, God, I don't think you're out there. But when I really thought about it, started searching for answers like, you know, morality and purpose, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, the, the universe, I'm like, why, why am I waking up every day? Like life matters. I'm living for something, mm -hmm. but I just don't know. Yeah. But I'm living like life matters. If life doesn't matter, if there's no God, I'm just wasting my time. I can, God. you know what I mean? But there's always, it's like, you know, that's, I thank God for his grace because there's always something that can stop us from doing something going too far with our mm -hmm. sin or or our issues as our issues as people because we know when we when we mess up we really do know we mess up consciously and we know something inside of us is like this is wrong like mm -hmm. this is is more than just um 
uh, a, a moral standard. It's like an objective standard, moral mm-hmm. standard that we live by, yeah, that yeah. we know this is wrong. Like, yeah. we live by a higher code here. Like, there's something outside, there's something outside this universe that's put this here in place so that when we break a law, we know it's wrong. Not because we just know it's law, it was wrong by the, our eyes and what we have done into that person, but we know it's, it's wrong on a bigger scale outside this universe. So when I start looking into like the moral aspect of things and just our purpose here, I'm like, yeah, there has to be a God. If not, then there's no point. Life has no meaning or purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, man, um, as far as theology, I'll, I'll definitely say like it's helped, like you said, it's helped um, grow our character in the Lord. And I kind of, I kind of was compared to, I was trying to think of an analogy for real, for real, bro. Like what, how can we compare like, theology and what it's like it's kind of like and it might fall short a little bit but i just want for the sake of understanding i think it'll help a little bit it's kind of like having a father right and you know the bible says spirit and truth you know we gotta walk in spirit and truth and the spirit can be like just spending time with our father chilling just spending time with him he don't care about we don't care about none of us we just want to see our dad our dad wants to see us but that truth is like yo dad you ask him all these questions pop mm. like what was it like doing this what that's was it like good, doing that you that's a good saying? analogy bro you, you know what i mean like you're like yo you want to know everything you can possibly and what's your dad gonna do a good father was say son sit you down and give you all the game he knows right but then some some sons don't ask all the questions that they just show with them maybe ask a few or they just did because they just want to show him and there's nothing wrong with that but i feel like a son i want to know more like pop can you can you give me some more game give me some more and then when you're ready, he's going to give you more. He's going to give you more. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a good father would do that. So I feel like theology is just like learning about God, studying him and growing in him more, the truths about him. You know what I mean? That's what theology is. Like, you know, me and you both know, right? It's the study of God. Um, You know what I mean? Theos just means God. And theology uh, just means the study. You know what I mean? And I think, I think it's, I think it's good for every Christian to have theology, or at least just a foundation. Yeah. You and know what I mean? And the thing is like, Everyone has a theology. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, but not yep, everyone yep. has a good theology. That's right. You know what I mean? And um I think that's I think that's what I would say like if to just piggyback off your analogy, like if I'm just I just want to spend time with my dad and have fun, you know, I just want to play with the play yeah. in the spirit. Let's just say that. Right. Like all my time is just spirit. Right. Charismatic. Right. Like all this if, if that is the only thing that I'm experiencing, if I'm never getting the game, if I'm mm-hmm. never sitting down and and asking the questions and mm-hmm. getting answers, and 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 wrestling with with the truth with with my father, then when life hits, mm-hmm. I will crumble mm-hmm. under the pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's why it's like it's not just we don't need just the spirit. Mm-hmm. But we also need his word and his truth, mm-hmm, right? And it's not either or; it's both in. And like I think, like for for so long, some people were like, "Oh well, we don't want to be too spiritual. We don't want to be too <laughs> too charismatic." And you yeah, know, so yeah. we so we we stay away from it, and then we put the spirit in the box in in this box. Mm-hmm. And then other people were like, "Well, we don't want to be like them, where they're they're just closed minded Pharisees and they only see things one way, or they only want to just spend time in in the books yeah. and." and seeking truth and never apply you know right and and then so then so so then we we then we stay away from this mm-hmm. but like if you look at jesus mm-hmm. let's just use jesus as the example yeah absolutely bro like jesus knew his word mm-hmm. bro he knew his word 
Mm-hmm. And I and I don't I wouldn't be wrong to say that that Jesus when he he says no oh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me That's as he's right. quoting Isaiah like, he is full of the spirit right you know what I mean yeah. and as a man like he was dependent on the Holy Spirit and I mm-hmm. might be. I might be wording that wrong, so I might have to edit that, nah, edit that yeah, part out. Good. But like, <laughs> I get what like, you're saying. Nah, nah, I'm with you, know, you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yep. you know what I mean? Because like, like Jesus was was fully man and fully God. Mm-hmm. Getting it wrong, but he always said, I cannot do anything unless the Father tells yeah. me. Right. And as man, he had to be tapped in mm-hmm. with that spirit. Like we see even in in um at his uh baptism, you know, we see yeah. we see yeah. father son and this the spirit ascended on him like a dove yeah bro and like you just you see it all throughout out the gospels bro and like i think like jesus is the prime example of like all right yo he he walked in in the power of the spirit but he also was grounded in the truth of god's word mm-hmm. every time the enemy came against him when he was tempted yeah use scripture what, he used scripture bro yeah. he used scripture mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we would be a lot stronger in our faith if we were more grounded in the word. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, I 100% agree. And then you see Satan, he also uses scripture. Yeah. So this is kind of like an eye-opener that the the enemy can use scripture against us. If you don't know your scripture, you can be fooled. You know, that's how you see many cults and everything like that, just people manipulating scripture or twisting scripture. This is the importance of knowing your scripture theology so that when someone comes against, you know, comes against the faith with different, um, using the same scriptures that we're using, but are twisting them or bringing a different gospel, that's why we have the word of God for it. And this is why biblical interpretation is important. So we know how to test these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the, the word says, you know, be prepared to give an account for the hope that lies within you and test these things. Like, you know what I mean? So Jesus knew the word already. He was the word, living word. You know what I mean? And every time Satan, like you said, every time Satan tried to tempt him, he always used scripture and word, like word for word, he was the word, and Satan couldn't come against that. Mm. You know, no matter no matter how many times, with Satan and Satan, what Satan was saying was true, but just the way he used it was wrong. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I but think that's, that's what Satan does. That's what he Satan takes does. he takes yeah. the truth of God and yeah. he perverts it, and he perverts corrupts it, it. he yeah. changes it, right. and that's the thing, bro. Like, and like this is. When I started, because like there was a season of my life, bro, where I'd be posting stuff and you'd be just <laughs> in my DMs like, bro, you can't be sharing that. I you can't be, you can't be up. saying that, that, but bro, like when I started to, yeah. when I started to study more and when I started to learn more, I understood you, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I understood you wow. because that's me now. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like, I'm not like sliding in people's DMs, like right. trying to argue, but like there's some stuff. Yeah. that i see and i'm just like yo i wish you wouldn't share that right because like there is a lot of people that say things that sound really good yeah and right. and in the way that they package it up and the way they deliver it it sounds oh that's yeah. true and then they, they just slap a bible verse on it right and you're like yo that is not that's it not like it. Yeah, right. that is yeah. so far from the truth yeah. like that is not that's <laughs> not it and you kind of like yo like and, and and the thing is not just like it's not about it's not just about being being right mm-hmm. right it's not just oh, i just want to be right and prove my point but you have to understand that when you take scripture out of context 
and start applying it wrongly, it is a slippery slope. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. And right. you know what I mean? And like the Bible talks about people just chasing things that that that'll scratch their ear mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. and they're running here for a word they're running here yeah. for a word it's like oh that's a good word over there this person yeah. got a good yeah, word yeah, and this you yeah. know everyone has a good word yo but it's just yeah. like the thing is like all right it sounds good mm-hmm. but there's no weight to it yeah there's no weight there's 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 really no substance and like that's one thing i started learning a lot about certain things i was listening to and people that I was like really rocking with, I'm like, yo, when I put this to the test, yeah. when I put this joint in the fire, <laughs> this ain't one of them things that lasts, bro. This ain't it. Nah. Yo, and like, and that's just it. And like, that's it. It's like, it's not when, when, and, and that's when I was like really started to understand like people who rock with like reformed theology and um, all this. Like, I'm like, yo, they just want you to be cool in your faith like they yeah. just want you to be solid like right. they when, when you when your faith is tested when you go through the fire they want it to be that you're standing on the truth of god's word that's it bro yeah. and that's sometimes like it's like that's why y'all so and like i mean it's kind of i don't mean this in a bad way but that's why you're all so simple yeah. and basic like when it comes to like yo we're just gonna get in the word <laughs> like yeah yeah i mean that's yeah and um that's all the, uh, theology is is getting the word but um now I definitely have to say, like you know, just you realizing that theology was important is is good, man. How God, Christ has opened that up to you, how you know understanding Him is important when it comes to the scriptures and how you defend your faith. But I definitely got to say, and I apologize before. I definitely <laughs> apologize how I came at you all. Yeah, strong. you was tripping sometimes. I was like, that's not the Bible. That's not the doctrine of grace. Yeah, that's not how you. You know what I mean? Um, but you know that's that's not that's not godly though. And I had, and God had to check me on that. You feel me? Cause yeah. That's not being a loving brother. Yeah. The loving brother is like, hey, bro. Um, I feel like you was wrong on that, but let's you want to chop it up. You know yeah. what I mean? I could have came with that approach, and God and God correct me on that. And I'm glad you gave, you gave me some grace, bro, because I did kind of draw a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then that's a lot of that's you know we got that's why we got to kind of be careful when we study theology. Yeah. When someone's teaching us about the the doctrines of grace, election, you know, the doctrine, the deity of Christ, the Trinity, you know, what I'm saying, um, eschatology. We gotta warn people. Like, listen, this is all good information about God, but just the information about God is not enough. You make sure your spirit is intact. You know, spirit and the truth, right? Like we mentioned, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if your spirit is not intact with the Lord, not having that doxology, you're just gonna have a bunch of information about God. Yeah. You feel me? So, God, you know, God, God checked me on that a lot, and I found myself getting into mad debates when I when I learned about this stuff. I was like, it's kind of like. You know how you play video games and mm. like you kind of just go through the game, but then when you get cheat codes, you got everything. You got the weapons, you got the items. You're like, I'm yeah. ready to go. Like <laughs> it's on go. Like I'm, everybody's getting it. That's how I felt. I'm like, oh, I learned about this in the Bible. Yo, next time I talk to such and such, he's getting it. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? but then God had to stop me and say, hold on, bro, you still gotta be godly. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with preaching truth, but it needs to be sincere come with a, a humble heart and loving you know and what that I'm and that's where and that's where the spirit comes in bro and i think that's the work of the spirit in our lives yeah. it's because like if we're just book 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 sometimes like we can become mm-hmm. hard-hearted but like what is the spirit's role in our life right yeah. it's not and i'm gonna step with some toes because yeah, it ain't baby. it ain't to make you fall out in church <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, that the role of the spirit ain't to make you shout. <laughs> I'm just saying, the role of the spirit ain't to make you act up and act a fool 
Right. And, and start running laps, right? right? What right. The role of the Spirit is to sanctify you and make you more like Christ. And what that looks like is the, the Holy Spirit mm. helps you to produce the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. empowers you to pro- have the fruit of the Spirit in yeah. your life. Love, joy, peace, patience, right, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yep. Yep. And, bro, and that's why I said it's not either or, it's both and. We need the word and we need the spirit. Mm. Bro, and, and like I think as like you, because if I'm all theology, if I'm all theology and I'm just book smart, I'm a baby with a rocket launcher. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, with, like the meme, right. I'm a baby with a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. But oh, crazy. when I am rooted in the word mm-hmm. and in God's truth and full of the spirit mm-hmm. bro I'm dangerous <laughs> <laughs> I'm dangerous to the kingdom of I'm darkness get it. yo <laughs> yo <laughs> yo bro we can we can really be a light we yeah. can really make a difference yeah. and like I I think that I, yeah. I think I think that's where it's at bro like that's yeah. where it's at and like that's what I want to be like I want to be full of the word I want to be full of God's truth. I want to be full of the spirit. Yeah. No, nah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, is yeah. You know, not, you know, not the shout out to my charismatic brothers and sisters. I love y'all. And y'all, we love know, y'all. We love you. Know y'all. We love y'all. The Lord is still in these churches, right? Yeah. You know, the, the, the gospel is still in these churches. Christ is still in many churches that might not have theology. And that's another thing we get into, right? Just in terms of like, the churches that don't may not focus or emphasize theology is Christ still in churches. And I would definitely say, absolutely. You know, we got, I got saved at a church that didn't emphasize theology. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I know many churches that are preaching the gospel, the good news about Christ, which is so essential. And that's the most important thing is accepting Christ. And then you get the father, you're, you're, you're a new creature in him. Not share the good news. If a church is preaching that I'm good with that. You know what I mean? And if, if the pastor's preaching a faithful message of that every week and being faithful to the word, you know what I'm saying? Um, even if he's not going into the scriptures heavy, deep, but still going through scriptures and are, is making it about the Lord, then I'm all right with that. You know what I mean? But I would definitely say, uh, yeah, nah, I, yeah, the Lord has definitely calmed me down too, bro, when it's, when it's comes to that. You know what I mean? It's... But- <laughs> Shots I'm fired. Ready to go. Nah, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But nah, but you know, and that's kind of like what it comes down to. It's like, you know, what's the most important thing? Yeah. Is it just the theology or is it sharing the good news? Because yeah. like you said, we can have all this information and be a baby with a rock launcher. But if that's all I am and I'm debating with someone, we can go hours back and forth yeah. talking about talking about Christ. Like I can yeah. I can argue with you know, maybe, um, and I have, I got some people I know that's in Islam and respect those brothers, you know what I mean? In terms of who they are, um, you know, we don't, we don't, I don't agree that they're, their way is the right way, but I, I respect them and I mean, I love them, but we can talk about, they, you know, they, they believe Christ was just a prophet. I could say and argue all day and show you in scripture, you no, know, Christ is the, the Lord, Christ is God. So I'm blue in the face. You know what I mean? And we can go back and forth all day, but if I didn't share the gospel, that conversation was pointless. Mm. All we just, all we had was an informative debate. You know what I mean? Didn't get nowhere. Didn't get to the. I didn't get to the. The point is when you're having a conversation with a person, especially when it comes to the scriptures, the gospel, about Jesus, it's to get to the root cause. The root cause is the gospel, which mm-hmm. saves, not this information about God. You know, the Pharisees had a bunch of information about the Lord and still didn't believe. 
he couldn't fuck. even see him when he was right in front of you know what the I'm saying? face. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you they like you know what your father's right about me, you know, and you still don't believe me, you still don't know who I am. So it just goes to show like no matter what, you know, our hearts for Christ and ch- preaching the gospel to people is any it should be any starter point in conversations with people. If someone wants to debate and they're an unbeliever, the good the, the gospel is just what we should key on on. And I'm not saying don't, you know, don't converse with them a little bit. Yeah. With conversation. I just you know. Yeah, I think when when you're having conversation about theology or even trying to share the gospel, bro. Like if you're coming across mean mm-hmm. and like angry or just like yeah. or like yo, you're losing your cool, like nobody's gonna receive that John. Like <laughs> nah, ain't nobody gonna receive that John. Like I would listen to somebody who disagrees with me and has a different I would hear you out. But the moment you start like disrespecting or like, right. you know, getting crazy, like then I tune out, bro. And mm-hmm. like, and that's one thing is like I, I've also learned that in my tone, like, like if if I'm trying to share the truth, but I'm doing it in a mean way, mm-hmm. or I'm doing it um out of anger, mm-hmm. like what good is that? What good you is know? that? Because it's not gonna be received. Nah, nah, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And that's why God says, like, I'm trying to find it here in Proverbs, I think twenty four, but you know, God says, "Don't argue with a don't argue with a fool." Basically, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, foolish hearts, evil men, like or evil intentions, or it just you're not gonna get nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it's still good to be like, "Hey, brother, I see that you're you're not trying to have an educational conversation." So I'm just gonna share you this good news, present this Jesus Christ to you in the Bible. But that's it, bro. Other than that, there's no there's no point to go back and forth because you're not gonna you're not mm-hmm. gonna want to accept what I'm about to say to you. Yeah. So here's Jesus. Present him Jesus, the gospel. And then kind of go about that and kind of leave it at that because it's not going to get nowhere probably, most likely. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you got your fair share of conversations. Yeah. 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 I think one of the things in like kind of just the switch, yeah, switch lanes a little, a little bit, one of the things that you mentioned earlier was this idea of postmodernism. Yeah. Right? Can you, like, I know what it means, but like, sure. can you in your own words kind of like break down like what postmodernism is? Sure. Absolutely. So, postmodern, the postmodern era today is basically, it's the belief that you know we don't know what truth is no more, mm-hmm. right? You know, twenty, we're, we're we in twenty twenty three, and we're, we came to the point where, in this era now, currently, we don't know what truth is anymore, right? The world doesn't know what truth is, and everyone's just making the truth up, basically. But then, before the postmodern era, it was the modern era where, you know, science proved that God exists. You know, as you know. We knew that the Lord exists. We had science to back these things up. You know, man believed in God. Even people, man wasn't following God. There, there was evidence that we knew that. Well, it's just still evidence that God exists, but we knew that God's here. Mm-hmm. Even if you follow him or don't. Now it's to the point where it's like, postmodern is here to know. It's more like, nah, well, we don't even know if God's here no more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We're just kind of living our truths. Yeah. That's your truth versus my truth, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like what... What postmodernism is is that you know truth is isn't objective is subjective yep. like it's I there's no objective truth there's no yep. absolute truth yep. it's like my truth so mm-hmm. what's true to me is true to me right so just for fair sake I can be like well this orange is purple yeah and you can't argue with me because yeah. I'm gonna be like well no it's purple to me right you know what I mean and like that is the argument where we've moved away from anything being absolute absolute truth so that there is as many truths 
mm-hmm. as there is people. Right. Because and and the way that we hear this, you might you might not have ever heard of the term postmodernism, but you've definitely heard, yo, just live your truth yeah. or, or just live your best life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh oh just do you. Do you me. know, yep. those things these are all postmodernist ideologies and in yeah. in teachings per se. Um and I think I, I would say that that's another thing of like why it's so important to have a good theology, bro. Yeah. Like a good theology, because again, there's a lot of things that people say like, and they can take, and I'm, I'm talking about like, bro, they take this word mm-hmm. and they chop it up in a way mm-hmm. that is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, no, yo, it right. sounds good. Yeah. But like when you like, but when you like really like dive into it, like the historical context and like all this, like, yo, that ain't it. That yeah. ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. Mm-hmm. And like the thing is, I would say this. Look, I said this. I said this the other day. The way of following Jesus is narrow. Mm-hmm. It is narrow, bro. Mm. But the love of Christ is so deep so wide and so strong there's nobody that comes in contact with it that can't be changed by it mm-hmm. right my issue though is when people come to the word of god and they try to change it mm-hmm. to fit them you know what i mean like oh well like a postmodernist would 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 come to the scripture like i like this part i like this part yep. i like this part oh but oh that part there, we'll get rid of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that doesn't fit my truth. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And we kind of, and and what we're doing, and some people, well, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Well, if we believe that this is the word of God mm-hmm. and we take away from it mm-hmm. and we add to it, which no. the Bible says don't do, nah. we are taking the seat mm-hmm. that God should be on. Right. We're taking the throne that God should be on, mm-hmm. and we're making ourselves God, and we're 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 taking that authority and we're putting it in our own hands yeah. instead of submitting to the authority that we see in Scripture. Right. Like if you say you believe in Jesus and you believe in the God of the Bible, mm-hmm. then also believe in His Word, mm-hmm. and you have to understand that as you read this Word, there's going to be things that you read that you don't like. And that don't feel good yeah. to you, right? Mm. Yeah, and I think that's a, that's the that's the main reason why, and it's so important that people just you know when you talk to people, it's kind of hard to bring out you know when you when people say prove this about the Bible, prove this about Scripture, or I like this or I like that, or I don't think this says this about the Bible. When people are already combating against the scriptures, it's kind of hard to debate scripture with them. It's kind of like you have to, you have to, kind of, you know, preach the gospel and tell them to repent because you're already rejecting mm. the scriptures. We can't even, we can't even get here yet if in your heart you're rejecting these things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know that's why I like, I like, I like um, presuppositional, presuppositional, presupp apologetics. Basically, you know what I'm saying when it comes to like. Um, Knowing truth, like like we mentioned about knowing absolute truth, knowing truth, you know, because when you hear people talk, people will say like, 
then like there's no such thing as truth. Are you if there's no such thing as truth, are you absolutely sure about that? Because that's an absolute statement you're making. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? So when you say there's no such thing as truth, that's an absolute claim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that throws the whole argument out the window. You know what I'm saying? So it don't make it don't really make sense. So they're fighting for it's just kind of like they're what they're doing is they're fighting for truth, like, but in their eyes, what they feel like believe is true to them, but they don't realize they're making an absolute statement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just like what they don't know, what they don't realize is it's, there is absolute truth, but in their eyes, yeah, there is absolute truth, but it's a mixture of these things that goes, it's kind of like they form it in their own way, kind of kind of just mm-hmm. trying to still wait, rob, just still what belongs to the Lord. You know what I mean? And it's truth. You know what I mean? But they don't realize it because they're in their sin. Mm. You know what I mean? So they'll just make up a bunch, a, bunch of, a bunch of claims and things like that, realizing, like, you know, they backtracking their argument and they realizing, like, the, they know that, that God exists. They just don't want to accept it. You mm. know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Like, it's, that's a heavy one. Presuppos- presuppositional apologetics is definitely crazy. You know what I mean? Like, just having conversations with people and seeing where they're at and, like, You'd be surprised, bro. People have a lot of different. There's a lot of different claims out there, true claims and all that. Like you'd be surprised, like yeah, what you run into, what type, what type of different truths and uh, you know, ideologies, like you mentioned earlier, people have. Yeah, yeah, and like when I when I come to the Bible, bro, and like one of the things I was hitting on earlier is there's things in here that I don't like mm-hmm. that don't feel good to me. Yeah, yeah. When it says to forgive, like yeah. sometimes I want to stay mad. <laughs> like you know, God, what I mean? want to be angry, and I want to be angry, and I want to solve yeah. my 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 problems and my issues with with anger, yeah. because that feels good to me, right. right? And there's other things that we like when it talks about like sexual immorality and and, and describes those things that people like. Well, see, the Bible's hateful. Like, no, like yeah. this is just the truth of it. Right. And if you're not willing to align with the, with the truth of it, yeah. then this this is not what you're you're not ready for it. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I would love for you to like repent and believe in Christ, but if you if you're just gonna try to make this thing your own, then like, mm. at some point, I gotta share the gospel, tell you to repent, yeah, and just be and be cool with that. But yeah. I I can still love you. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like to what I see is that there are people that want to like take out parts of the scripture and um remove it, change it, manipulate it for the sake of love. And watering down the truth is not love, not love bro. Yeah, nah. It's not love. Like if there's an active shooter outside and you're like yo i really gotta go to the bathroom (laughs) and i'm like yo like like and i'm just like nah bro you gotta stay here like it's active shooter yo i really gotta go and you're like nah like if you go out there bro you're gonna get murked like it's 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 (laughs) over for you you're 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 deleted and there's there's no respawn you know and um and then you know you you don't want to listen to me but then you want to listen to somebody like i mean like he's kind of down the hall (laughs) <laughs> he ain't really he's in the other room yeah, yeah. he might be all right 
about that we're the closest window right here yeah <laughs> but like you know but yeah. but like right. somebody but who would put so. you in the way of danger yeah. you know and yep. in, 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 in encourage you to go towards something that is hurtful that that doesn't produce life yeah you know which is sin and we can we don't have to get into all the categories and everything that the bible says is sin but somebody that would 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 willingly knowingly push you in that direction is not walking and operating love yeah it's kind of like our it's kind of like our parents right like you know just us being brothers and mm-hmm. just being honest with each other like if you're like just if you're honest with me for example like if you're being real with me you're not gonna if i tell you like i'm hey man i'm like i don't know like i've been screwing up to them and my day hasn't been productive and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. for you to be like hey man it's all good you know everything's gonna be okay. god loves you everything's gonna be all right bro you know you know it's all right like that's not that's not really paying me any justice or not that's not how's that really helping me versus when you could be like hey bro i understand but tomorrow you gotta be better you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i love you it's hard to have these days we all have them but tomorrow will be better that's loving being honest like you honest with me you understand me meet me where i'm at but you you're honest to say all right how are we gonna be better tomorrow instead of saying everything's gonna be okay yeah like that's not loving like you know what i mean kind of to your points or yeah. our parents you want our parents should tell us the truth and not lie to us oh it's okay honey everything is gonna be all right like, no everything's not gonna be all right i need you to tell me that everything's not gonna be all right and this is what you need to do to respond to that but i still love you mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i'm showing you that i love you because i'm being honest with you so yeah no i i agree man that's why i think it's so important to share the whole truth the whole truth to people um kind of back we were talking about just like not watering down the word mm-hmm. not watering down our walk you know our faith with people just giving them everything we know don't sugarcoat anything right but still showing share it in love right but last thing you want to do is you know is is water down the gospel when the gospel is not watered down it's the truth about god it's the truth about christ you know dying for a repentant heart and being in remission of sins and saying that we're not good people, you know, where people always say, you know, what people say, I'm not perfect, you know, no one's perfect, which is true. We're really not, we're nowhere close, close to perfect. We're really jacked up. You're right. We're jacked up. You know what I mean? We need a savior. We need someone to wash us up because me and you can't be good. We might have some good qualities that God put in us, but we can't begin to be close to what God calls us to be good people, good moral standing people until we come to him. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why I have a, you know, I have an issue with, some church is not sharing the gospel and truth. You know what I mean? Mm. Don't don't tickle my like you said. Don't t- don't feather my ears, tickle my ears with the word. Share the gospel. You know what I mean? You don't have to be the most compelling preacher. You know, you know, you going back and forth, slapping your hands. You know, walking away from the podium and doing all this extra stuff. Yeah, that's cool. But are you are you coming to the word? Are you sharing the gospel? Are you sharing the truth? Or are you just trying to make somebody feel good? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know what I mean? You know, I, there's many times I, I walked away from a sermon. Um, and I'm like, that was a good word. But then someone asks me like, oh, so, oh yeah, that's good. What was it about? And I'm like, I don't know, but that was a good word. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great word. Um, that's not doing, that's not doing me injustice. But when I could walk away and say, wow, I need to repent. You know, the Lord says to trust in him, you know, that he's, he's there for me. Um, in my, when I'm faithless, he's faithful. Um, when it says that I can trust him, when it says when he says take on my yoke, it's light. When he says um, ask me anything in my name and I'll give it to you, you know. When he says he lays down his life for the sheep, 
you know, things like that. And then we can trust in him, you know, that's, you know what I mean? Anything pointing to Christ when it comes to that, the gospel, the center of that, and that truth being told to us in the church, that should do something to our hearts mm. to repent. Like, oh, yeah, I need to, like, God, forgive me. Like, my week was jacked up. I need to be better, a, a better Christian and actually live this thing out mm. instead of saying, oh, that was a good word and then kind of yeah. going about your day. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's just... This this is dope, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I know we're getting a little, we're getting a little long on time here, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that um I would say is like, I mean, you kept mentioning share the gospel, share the gospel, preach the gospel for somebody on the other side, um, watching this right now. If they were to ask you, Yo, Tuki, what is the gospel? What would you tell them? Give me 20 minutes, I'll share it with you. Nah, um, nah, for sure. Um, the gospel is simple, man. Um, the gospel basically is we're not good people. Um, you know, death came through Adam, you know, the first Adam and Eve, the first two people on this earth. And, you know, Adam had a job and he failed, and death came through him. And ever, you know, throughout the old testament, man has fallen over and over and over again. And we need it. Um, a perfect sacrifice for man's failure and man's sin. And we see that with Christ. Christ comes down. The son of God comes down from heaven, lives the perfect life we can live, you know, dies on the cross for our sins, is a remission for our sins, and resurrects three days later and lives and tells us to that he's the way, the truth, and the life, and that we can have eternal life through him and that we're not good people that all we all have fallen short of God's glory but in Christ we can find we can be in legal standing again we can be good people we can begin to live that the walk we truly want as as humans and live in him and be whole again because all of us are broken without God but when we accept Christ accept him as Lord and Savior accept that he's died on the cross for our sins that those who believe we can live in God's presence again, because you know, before God, we're uh, we're unho- unholy people, but in Christ, we can be holy again if we accept mm-hmm. Him as Lord and Savior. You know what I mean? Facts. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. And yep. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But what? <laughs> I'm not no, gonna stop you. Go I, no, oh, I was gonna trick you. Why? I was gonna. Why? 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 How? How's that fair? One person got to represent me. Yeah. Because if I was there, I would have did it differently. <laughs> That's why you're not God, brother. <laughs> I wouldn't eat that. I wouldn't eat that from hey, that tree. <laughs> but hey, you can still come to God, bro. If you repent. Yeah, you know but I mean? like it just says, as as all have sinned through Adam, yeah. right? All have been um saved and resurrected um in life yeah. because of of what Christ did on the cross. Yeah. Right. And um. I believe like you could dive into that in more in in the book of Hebrews yeah. um as it as it talks about that in Christ being the perfect sacrifice um for our sins mm-hmm. and the reality is is that um because God is holy and just mm-hmm. and can't be in the presence of sin that he had to make an atonement for our sin that's right um and uh we see that throughout the old testament that this was 
this atonement was made by the sacrificing of animals yep. and animal of, of yep. lambs and doves and all these different things for different sins you sacrifice different things and we constantly see god raising up these people and them falling and him raising up another people and them falling and mm-hmm. him raising up another people and them falling and it just goes to show that of that as the reform would say total depravity yeah. within man that there's nothing good within us that that as we live in this flesh that we're always going to have this natural proclivity i hope that's the right word to go towards sin mm-hmm. bro to turn our backs on god mm-hmm. the, the same way that we see israel as as they um repent mm-hmm. and they, they they turn to god and then next you know they're worshiping idols and yep. god tears it down and they repent and they turn to God and yeah. next you know they're worshiping idols again. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's like there's something in us that will naturally draw back towards sin. And that sin in our lives can look different in different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um but what I would say is that Christ came to save us from the sin, to be that perfect mm-hmm. and ultimate Mm-hmm. sacrifice for our sins to be the full complete um atonement for our sins um that appease god's wrath so that we can be restored um in relationship amen with him yeah that's why he's the blame yeah amen that's why he's the blameless <laughs> lamb yeah you know what i mean spotless and only a human him being human and fully god only god can satisfy his own wrath yeah so it, it made sense why christ was the perfect lamb, the perfect blameless creature to go on the cross for our sins, to die in our place, um, and be a ransom for us. Because um, that should be us on the cross for real, for real. Yeah. But Christ said, nah, I'm going to walk this walk that couldn't walk. I'm going to carry out my Father's glory, honor him all the way to submission into the cross and die so that those who believe and those who accept me, Christ, talking, can be with him and live mm-hmm. with him and live a new life that's regenerated. Um. Yeah, bro. That's good. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely would say it's essential to everybody that we accept Jesus um, because if not, we're going to – we're always looking for something in this world to, to fill our void. Mm-hmm. And thank God Jesus is our void that we never thirst, never hunger. You know, we have our, – our, our identity is found in him. Yeah. The world's always going to struggle to find identity. You know what I mean? Every single day, looking for something, looking for something. You know, not it won't be enough money, enough cars, enough success. Your wife or your husband can't do it. You know what I mean? The friendships can't do it. You know, it has to be something bigger than that. And I truly believe it's Jesus who gives life and it gives mm-hmm. it abundantly. You know what I mean? And Preach. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know what else, bro. I try to find it. I don't know. Nah, nah, <laughs> chill, chill. <laughs> like we got the elder, elder too, deacon. Don't tell my church that deacon, I'm like, reverend, <laughs> doctor, too. Yo, oh I'm gonna I'm I'm clip this out. I'm gonna send it straight to your pastor, bro. I'm like, yo, look at this man. Those gonna call me tomorrow. Like we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love that's my yo. man Lewis Wayne. All that yo, old school, man. yo, definitely good people, bro. Yeah. Yo, I'm I'm really thankful for you coming out and nah, for um, sure, baby. Yeah, 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 jumping on sure. the podcast. And it, hopefully, this ain't the last time. Yeah, nah, we definitely gonna do this again for sure. Let's do it, bro. Yeah. Let's do it. God bless everybody out there, man. Um, and hopefully, I was able to offer a little something. Yeah, and, nah, uh, definitely. And for all y'all listening out there, always remember, it's not over, and God is not done with you.
Amen. Peace.